everybody. Welcome to Share Well. If this is your first time joining me, hi, my name's Tina and I am your host. I am also an avid DIYer, decorative furniture painter, and a blogger as the owner of Old Main New. And I'm also one half of the coaching talent at All In On Business, where we help people starting in the online space grow and develop their business in an amazing community that we are so blessed to be a part of. So thank you so much for tuning in today. If you're a return listener, thank you for coming back. Bear with me today. I know I sound short of breath. I may cough a little bit here and there. Um, I'm getting over the worst case of flu that I've had in the summer ever. So um, I'm glad to just be able to speak today. So, <laughs> You know, I am still in shock every single week when I get my stats for my podcast at the growing numbers of subscribers and listeners. Like, you guys have no idea how humbled I am that you're enjoying the cast and your support means so much to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So along those lines, last week I had several people contact me asking asking me where my patreon button was and i was like what are you talking about so um i have added that so it is a support option for the podcast and basically what it is is you subscribe to my membership or to support the podcast it's like five bucks a month i think i haven't set it the list here and then um you get exclusive content or one-on-one time with me I figured nobody can have too much Tina, so one-on-one time with me, it is, for now. So, if you're interested in doing that, you can head over to oldmainnew.com. In the middle of the page, you'll see my brand new player on my brand new homepage layout. I really hope you guys like the way that I laid it out for you. And you just click the share button and then click the little heart that's on the little circle. And that'll take you right over and you can get all set up and squared away. And I appreciate you if you decide to take that option, but no obligation whatsoever. It just helps me to do what I'm enjoying doing and continue to bring you content. So, all right. So last week I streamed my recording live via Facebook. Um, It was probably one of the, that episode was probably undoubtedly one of the hardest that I will ever, ever do in my entire life. It took me almost three months to record a new podcast because I knew that was the next one in the series that I had to tackle. And it was just, I was avoiding it like the plague. So I want to send a special thank you out to all of you that joined me live and watched me on the replay on that. You made me feel like I wasn't alone as I shared my story and you helped me really find a great sense of peace in the telling of my story. Not to mention your warm wishes and caring support was just amazing. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it more than you can ever know. Okay, so what do you say we do the same thing this week? This isn't a hard subject for me to talk about, but it was a really hard thing for me to overcome. If I'm being 100% honest, I'm still working on it in some aspects of my life. But first, let me tell you how I knew I needed to do this episode. So last week I was talking with a girlfriend of mine that was dealing with some stuff. And as I was talking to her in my head, I was like, hey, that's the perfect episode for the next episode of Sheer Will. So this week we are talking about shame. It was going to be shame and guilt, but I think guilt is like a whole other episode, a whole other issue with its own contributors and its own problems. So we're going to take things just one issue at a time. 
So shame. I know that as women, we instinctively cringe when we hear that word. I know for me, it was because just living under the stigma of my mother and my grandmother's generations, that because I had um, experienced being sex trafficked, being addicted to drugs and everything else that comes along with all that, that I was somehow less than or lower than the women and people around me. Then the shame just kind of fed the fear. Like, what if somebody found out? Oh my God, what are they going to think? Oh my goodness, what if somebody tells? I know it sounds crazy when you hear someone else say it, but that's exactly what happens. We let it paralyze us in our lives and in working to achieve our dreams because of the fear of people knowing. And it's a justifiable fear. I've had supportive and wonderful responses to this podcast and to me sharing my story with you, but I've also had a lot of them that go the other direction too. Or even people that were supportive in the beginning and then turned around and tried to use it as ammunition against me the next time. So um, it came from both sides of the street. So let's just talk about that for a minute. Like, seriously, does anyone actually believe that someone stuck in prostitution, like willingly woke up one morning and just entered that life like it was a good idea? Like in school, when they asked what we wanted to be when we grew up, we jumped up and said, oh, oh, I know. I really want to be forced to have men have sex with men that I don't know for money that I can't keep. Or that a drug addict is like, oh, yeah, I want to get addicted to drugs that take all my money, have me doing things I would never do under normal circumstances and hurt and alienate absolutely every single person that loves me and cares about me. And on top of that, let's go ahead and take a chance that I'm going to die every time I get high. Or that a battered woman's dream is like, oh, I just really hope I can find a man that just really just beats the crap out of me and just really makes me feel so worthless that I honestly start to believe that I have absolutely no worth. Or that the homeless woman says, oh yeah, baby, I'm going to travel from doorway to doorway every single night and I'm going to really see what this city's all about. It's going to be fantastic. And then my absolute favorite, that the person locked away in jail or prison is thinking, yep, I'm going to go do me about six months down in county, really get some relaxation in and recharge. Like, that's totally not real life. Something happens to us along the way. For me, I simply chose to believe in and love the wrong person. And that's what started it all. Everything that followed was just my bad attempt to numb the pain of that experience. Don't get me wrong. I accept complete responsibility for all of my actions. But the shame for that first thing that started it all, that belongs at his door, not mine. And I don't hide from my past anymore because I am exactly who God created me to be. My journey led me right to where I am right now. My experiences made me appreciate all of the things that a lot of us take for granted, like having a roof over my head that actually belongs to me, or having a driver's license, insurance, legally registered vehicle, and they're all in my name and they're all at the same address. Like, that's freaking huge. Or being able to go to the grocery store and swipe my card and not worry about it being a decline. 
Not having the count out changed to make sure that I have enough to go buy a package of ramen so that I can eat some from that day. Having an actual bed on a bed frame with sheets and pillows and a comforter to sleep in. Having a table to eat at, dishes, pots, pans. You guys get it. I know you think I'm being extreme, but like that was real life for me. I was that prostitute. I was that drug addict. I was that homeless woman. I was that battered woman. I was that inmate. Am I any less deserving of achieving my dreams if I put forth the same effort that you put forth? So why does my past even matter? So once I got to that place in my head, I just had to pray for the power to overcome the fear. That meant telling my story because if I put my story out there myself, guess what? No one can find anything out. No one can tell anything about me. No one can make me feel less than I am. By overcoming the fear and telling the story myself, I don't have to be ashamed anymore. And I removed any perceived power that anyone else held over me. I've been clean for 25 years this August, 25 years. And there's a saying in recovery, you are only as sick as your secrets. But guess what? Once you share them and get them out, they're not secrets anymore. And they don't have the power to cause you pain anymore. So get them out there. Unburden yourself of the shame and the fear. Speak it out into the universe and let the shame and fear go. Because carrying it around inside of you can eat you alive. And maybe you sharing them isn't on a social platform or a podcast or to a friend or family member. Maybe it's to an anonymous room of strangers or to a psychologist or to a priest or to a pastor or to your minister. Maybe you start out just writing them down in a journal. Maybe you just speak them out loud to yourself in the mirror. Because I promise you, promise you, promise you that carrying that shame and fear around with you will continue to affect your life until you deal with it. One of the most damaging things I ever did to myself wasn't doing drugs. It was not dealing with my crap. It's right back to what I talked about last week. That pasting that smile on your face and pretending for the world that you're okay when you know that you're anything but okay. It makes us feel alone and lost. So reach out to each other and offer support. The last thing we should do to each other is point out the tarnish on our crowns. I'd rather polish yours up and watch you go be great and just have nobody be the wiser. So did you guys know that more than double the number of women suffer from depression over men? Over 16.2 million adults suffer from depression in the U.S. alone, with close to 67% of those being women. That is 10,854,000 women that are in pain every single day looking for a way out of it. Depression is also proven to not only impact our self-esteem, but it can cause problems with our health. And let's talk about suicide. Out of almost 11 million women suffering from depression, 9% of them will commit suicide. We're talking 976,860 women in a year. And I don't know about y'all, but to me, one is too many when it's a very simple solution. We show up for each other and we lift each other up. We help each other. We support each other. Be there and listen to each other when someone reaches out. I am always here if you need to talk. And remember that we can do so much more together than we can ever do divided. 
I do want to just put this out there because I'm one person. And if someone's listening and you do need help or you know someone that's considering suicide, make sure that you get help from a crisis or suicide prevention hotline. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. It will be on my website and also on my Facebook page if you ever need to find it. Okay, so I know that took a dark turn there, but this is real life. And let me tell you, I am so grateful that I was not successful when I attempted suicide because God had a plan for me and I intend to do my full part in fulfilling it no matter where he leads me. If you knew me when I first got started, then you know I was not doing the live thing. I wouldn't even put my actual face on my profile picture. I was that closed off. And that was just a little over a year ago. If my businesses folded and failed tomorrow, if all of it came out from underneath me and came falling down like a pile of dominoes, I would still sleep like a baby. Because let me tell you, this experience, I have already been enriched beyond my wildest dreams. I love myself again. I can actually look at myself and say that I am beautiful. I am intelligent. I am strong. I am loyal. I am trusting. I am caring. And I'm a giving person. I don't live wondering what someone will do to me. I take the leap. I've had a few bad experiences. Yeah, I've gotten my, you know, behind nipped a little bit. But that happens in life no matter what. But I can tell you that now, when that happens, I get up, shrug it off, dust myself up, and I keep on swinging. A year ago, if you would have told me I couldn't do something, I probably would have believed you and just given it up. But now, I promise you, that's the easiest way for you to guarantee that I'm going to be successful is to tell me I can't do something. Because I'm going to tell you to hide and watch me. Just hide and watch. Now I have this amazing platform to share and I want to grow it. I want to grow it to where I can create a nonprofit to help women to escape the circumstances that I had to survive and that I know other people have survived. I want to be able to have a nonprofit to give women the resources to reach out and get help when they need it. I want to leave my mark on the world for good and bring some light and joy back into someone else's life. That's what I want to use my platform for. And if I can do it, you can do it. So reach out to me, reach out to someone and deal with your shame, your guilt, deal with your grief, deal with your depression, your loss, your addiction, your abuse. There are more than 7.7 billion people on this planet. And while there are a lot of people out there that I know have caused you pain and hurt, there's a whole lot of us out here willing to give you the love and support and the ear that you need. And you know, we look to work in service to others when we're called upon because we have God in our lives. That's what makes us those type of people. You just have to take the first step. You've got to be brave enough to reach out and ask for the help. So guys, thanks so much for listening. This is where I'm going to leave you for this episode. I will be back soon with another episode. It will probably be guilt. <laughs> and I really hope that you join me. Um, again, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart.